<clears throat> Number one up there says what I have already said. Jesus is not a myth. So here goes. I was wondering why I had so much difficulty trying to comment on second part of, of what I hope to talk about this morning. And I think, now I know. What are you talking about, Brother Bruce? I feel that the Lord stopped me from entering more things in this morning's message because of the importance of who Jesus is. So without further ado, this is comments from last week's message, so, so stay with me. Number one, commenting on unity in the, ch in the church. And it says, let's read and enjoy our comments with textual comments. And here goes. Number two, if there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, that means compassion, fulfill ye my joy. This is Paul talking to the Philippians believers. I want to say something, but I better abort it right now. Abort means to curtail it, cut it short. That you be like-minded, having the same mind, be of one accord of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Imagine that. The Paul, the great apostle to the Gentiles, admonishing those whom he was talking to. Let nothing be done through strength or bring glory, but in loneliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Number three. <clears throat> Don't forget, this is Paul talking. He's in jail. And listen to what he says. Before I go on, <clears throat> several weeks now, I have seen, it's right on that board right now. As you came in the door, right on that board, this is what it says. <clears throat> the eyes. I don't want you to fret, it's on that board, right up there. The eyes of God are in every place on darkness and the light. I want to warn, perhaps this, I should say the word warn. When you come into the house of the God, you better be careful. This is not for me, this is from the Lord. You better be careful how you talk, how you act, and how you greet others. Can I get a witness? You're in the house of God. This is not uh, an ordinary place. If I was never here and the gospel is being preached, you got to be careful. Here's the second psalm. 
not the second psalm, the second verse. Isn't it beautiful to see the brothers dwelling? It's beautiful. I didn't say that too accurately. Let me say it again. Isn't it beautiful to see the brothers in unity? I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to say it anyhow. We Christians ought to be like-minded in Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? You ought to have, you ought to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not just any spirit, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will make you and me holy. Let me add this. Maybe this is out of place. If you think you can be holy just because you're religious, you are mistaken. You've got to have him who is, him who was, and him who lives within you to create in you a new creation in Christ Jesus. But the last verse says this, to the angel of the Lord of Philadelphia, I say, and I ended it there, why did I say, I say, the Holy Spirit, when you let him speak to you, he will speak to you. I better go on. Number six. And this is from last week, don't forget. <clears throat> Our words. I'm going slow. Our words can run in different directions with the tongue. We praise our Lord. Let me ask you, I'm, I'm intervening with this, with my presentation. Let me say this again. Our words can run in different directions. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings. Unfortunately, the Bible runs that it's very hard to control. What's very hard to control? The tongue. Because it runs and springs from the heart. Thankfully, God's Spirit, who indwells every believer, say every believer. I'm going to say this again. I don't know who I'm talking to. I never do. God doesn't reveal that. To, not to me. Thankfully, God's Spirit, who indwells every believer, every believer, I'm going to say this. I don't have the slightest idea who I'm talking to. If you are a Christian, don't let anyone talk you out of, well, I made a mistake. The Holy Spirit left. No, he didn't. He might be grieved. You might be living contrary, and that doesn't give us a right to... to to talk any kind of way. You might be grieving the Holy Spirit by the way you're talking, acting, and treating others, but he doesn't leave. 
He wants you to get on the ball, if I can say that, and come back to letting the Holy Spirit be at home in your heart. Don't you let a false prophet, I don't care who he is, Brother Bruce, I don't care who he is. The Holy Spirit does not leave a Christian because he makes a mistake. In that case, he'd leave us all. I want you to know this right now. You and I sin every day. But the Bible says if you confess your sins, there's one thing he does. This is in um, John chapter 1. You can look it up. He cleanses you. We Christians are in a continual state of being cleansed. Can I get a witness? And that doesn't give you the right to go on sinning. Thankfully, God's Spirit indwells every believer, helps us grow in patience, in goodness. Here's a big one for most of us, self-control. As we cooperate with the Spirit, our hearts change and so do our words. Profanity turns to praise. Lying gives way to truth. Criticism transforms into encouragement. Can I get one more minute? Number eight. But the fruit, I'm slowing down so I can get this right. For the fruit of the Spirit, Christian, I'm getting on you and me. You ought to be filled with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, Temperance, it's also a word for uh, self-control. You ought to not be flying off the handle every time somebody gets up in your face. Can I get a witness? I want to say something that's not in my notes. I don't know if I could do this or not, but I hope I could. I met a Christian the other day. Many of you know him, and I'm not going to call his name. He got punched in the face. And he said, Brother Bruce, if it was me back in my old self, he'd be on the floor. But he said, by the grace of God, I've grown in Christ. That's what he said. I've grown in Christ. And I prayed for that man. Can I get a witness? A such thing there is no law. That's number eight. Number 16. I see I'm getting ready to lose this. Number 16. One more. The love of Christ. Stirs 
The love of Christ stirs a person to keep the unity within all believers. Not not within, with all believers. The word love is agape. Say agape. Many of you are familiar with that word. It's the same love that put Jesus Christ on that cross. The word love is agape love, the love that selfless love, that sacrificial type of love. Agape love is the mind of the emotions. I know it said reason. Of the will is, is the love that goes so far that it loves a person even if the person does not deserve to be loved. You and I didn't deserve to be loved. But he died for us. Anyhow, can I get a witness? He died for you. And the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, he died for you. He didn't wait for you to stop smoking or drinking or whatever your habit is. Cursing. He didn't wait for you to stop. He didn't wait for you to clean up your life. He said, I love you regardless of who you are. I'm going to lay down my life for you. While we were yet sinners. You got to get this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for you. Seventeen. Once a person has trusted Jesus Christ as his Lord, God's Holy Spirit does two significant things to him or her. The Holy Spirit enters the believer's heart. What about that? Did you get that supernatural happening? The Holy Spirit enters the believer's heart and a life to life to comfort, guide, teach, equip, and use him as a witness for Christ. I'm going to repeat that again. I don't know how far you are in your Christian life, but one of the things that God does, he wants you to be a witness for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Don't tell me that you can sit back and be saved and you can do all these things without the Holy Spirit. He wants you to be a witness. The Holy Spirit creates. Say creates. That's a new thing. He creates a spiritual union between the new believer and other believers. Say other believers. You have fellowship with other believers? Or should I say, you're a long ranger. He melts and bowls the heart of the believer to the hearts of other believers. He attaches, let me say that word right, he attaches all their lives together and they become one in life and purpose. They have a joint life sharing their beliefs. Say sharing. Have you ever sh- shared your heartaches with other people? 
I know, I'm going to say this, and I, I know I'm right. Some people you can't share anything with. Can I get a witness? He attaches all their lives together and they become one in life and purpose. They have a joint life sharing their blessings and needs and gifts together, all focused upon their Lord and His purpose. I'm going to have. To, I'm going to show you what I have right here. I have a whole list. I know I'm going to have to curtail this at the rate that I'm going. I'm going to go on to number 20. But this is one person who you can share in with. And here's what he looks like. We do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace. Say grace. Well, Brother Bruce, here you go again. You're always talking about grace. Why is that? Because there's so many people who have been told that you must be a good boy and maybe you'll make it into God's kingdom. I'm going to say, the, let me say it again. You must be a good boy, good girl, or you might just make it into God's kingdom. You might. But here's what the Bible says. And I don't have this down. It's down here. For by grace. Are you saved? And not of yourselves. It's a gift. God wants to give you the greatest gift in all, not just in all the world, in all the universe. For by grace I just say through faith, it is the gift of God, not of your good works. You'll never boast about how good you are. Can I get a witness? If you would... We as human beings probably could. I did this for God. I did that for God. For by grace are you saved. And I'm going to add this in case you don't know it. That word grace, are you saved, is in what we call the perfect tense. And some would add the pluperfect tense, which means you were saved by God's grace and you're kept by God's grace. And if God didn't keep you, you wouldn't be kept. There's no way a man could keep God's grace. There's just no way. Twenty-seven. <clears throat> I forgot I had this in there, Cindy. Would you turn back to twenty-two? For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. I'm going to repeat this for you who don't believe it. I'm hesitating because I want to get it right. For by grace you have been saved. Notice that past tense. Plupic parts tense. I didn't say it right. Plupic tense. 
boy, maybe one of these days I'll get it right. <clears throat> Not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Did you notice the sequence? You get saved by grace and then you begin to do good works. Can I get a witness? And now 27. <clears throat> These things I have spoken to you so they are my joy. Whose joy? John, may be in you that your joy may be full. Who's talking? Christ is getting ready to go to the cross. And he's saying, my joy. How, what, you, what would you and I feel like if you're getting ready to go to the cross, knowing you were going to go to the cross? And knowing that your hands... We're going to be nailed to a cross. And your feet were going to be nailed, impaled. But knowing this, it is finished. What did you mean by that? Paid. In full. I'm going to say this for you who don't know it. I'm going to act like this is your sins. Past, present, and future. The Lord Jesus said, It's finished. I paid it in full. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah to this Savior. And I'm going to get to that later, I hope. This Savior who paid your sin then in full. Until now you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be full. I'm going to say this again. I don't want you to be silent with joy. I know some of you are really laid back, but in your heart, I hope your heart is filled with joy. But the fruit of is love, of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Say faithfulness. I wonder how faithful Brother Bruce is with faithfulness with Christ. I wonder. Am I faithful every day? Are you and I faithful? I didn't say you were flawless. Thirty. 
Christian, I'm talking to you. If we say we have no sin, you're deceiving yourselves. Well, you mean Christ, you mean Christians are flawless? I'm going to say it again. They're not flawless, as you well know. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, I just said that. He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us. Christian, you and I need a cleansing every day. Can I get a witness? Don't say you're not, don't say you're flawless. You and I are not flawless. If we say we if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. What a terrible thing to make God a liar. And his word is not in us. Thirty-one. I'm back to that very first slide. <clears throat> if there be therefore any consolation in Christ. Notice those words, Christ. What do you mean by that, Brother Bruce? Don't get upset with me, Christians. In Christ. Marvel that I say unto you, you must. He's talking to a very religious man, Nicodemus. Some of you are very religious. I don't know who you are, so I'm not picking on you. Marvel or not. John chapter 3, if you're going to look it up, I'm saying to you, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. Nicodemus, you know the Old Testament. You are familiar with being... All the laws, Ten Commandments, you're teaching others, Nicodemus, you must be born again. Can I get a witness? Amen. How religious are you? Just because you and I, I'm talking to myself, just because you and I are religious, it doesn't mean you're saved. You must be born again. Okay, let's go to 32. Around my own presentation here, I have a circle around new. Say new. I just asked you this question just a second ago. New. And I have a note behind it. Are you a new creation in Christ Jesus? Are you new? Are you made all over again? Did he make you new? Or are you listening to your old self? You're the old. Whoever you are. Where did you find that, Brother Bruce? 2 Corinthians chapter 5. If you want to look it up, don't take my word for it. 
Matter of fact, I'm going to say this about myself and about any other preacher. Don't take their word for it. Go and listen. Look it up yourself. And let God, the Holy Spirit, speak to your heart. He'll, he'll open your eyes. I'm going to say it again in case anyone wants to look it up. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 17. Verse 17. Let this mind be in you. That's what this message was all about. The mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Who? This is very important. Being in the form of God. Brother Bruce, what are you talking about? Who is this person who was in the form of God? Let me start over again. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ's form. Who? Being in the form of God. Now I know that I, I'm going to say something that this does not. The last part is emptied. Say emptied. This is the King James Version. So it reads like this, and I hope to talk about it soon. Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, that is, emptied himself. I wonder what he emptied himself of. And took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Here's another part. Same verse. Someone told me to add a different version so that we could better understand. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who to whom being though himself in the form of God did not seem that to take for him oneself was to be like God. But he made himself as nothing. I don't in completely agree with that. In a sense, I do. But he made himself as nothing, taking the form of a servant, being in likeness. And I had a misprint, and I wasn't going to do it over again, like men. Jesus Christ. Now, this scripture is getting ahead of what I'm going to say, so bear with me. I refuse to keep changing it because I could never be satisfied with just how it read. And you and I, when you read this book, when you see who Jesus Christ is, you ought not to be satisfied. Who is this man? who was in the form of God and came in the form. Who is he? Jesus Christ is the supreme example of humidity. I, I said humidity. Well, maybe he was. Because she sweat blood. Before he went to the cross. And doctors have found out to be so 
sad and so, I don't know what the word is. That's, he actually sweat blood before he went to the cross. Can I get a witness? Jesus Christ is the supreme example of humility. Do I go again? Humility. Humility. Did I get that right now? Finally. I stated this was one of the greatest passages ever written about Jesus Christ. Very simply, the passage says that Jesus Christ, there I go again, is God. Yet he humbled himself and became a man. Jesus Christ is the former person who dwelt in all the glory of perfection, but himself came to be the among corruptible man that knows little else than selfishness? Don't we live in a, a world of selfishness? Greed, death. Just imagine the enormous step down that Jesus had to take to become a man. It is utterly, 35, it is utterly impossible to grasp the humility it took. Yet, this is exactly what he did, and it is what we are to do. Wait a minute. You are to do like what Jesus does? Within the limits that God gives you, you are to do what Jesus did? I know some people right here today I'm going to give you a typical instance, and I'm not going to tell you who it is. I was just told this morning, that's right, this very morning, that one person, they're not here. You might think this is trivial, silly, but I don't. He needed a can opener. And some Christian went out of his way, if I could say that, to give him a can opener. Can I get a witness? Just to get a witness. Just to get a can opener. That's a witness for Jesus. And I'm not making this up. I just heard that this morning. The very same mind that existed in Christ, that led Christ to give up everything he was and had, that very mind is to be in us. The only way the problems of the world can be solved is for every person to let the mind of Christ flood, say flood. I'm going to read that sentence again. The only way the problems of this world, I know it says the world, can be solved is for every person to let the mind of Christ flood, take control. Your mind, her mind. Consider the following problems. War. Hate. Anger. Arguing, abuse, prejudice, selfishness, pride, cockiness, haughtiness, arrogance, that means pride, cursing. I'm going to stop there. And I don't know why I'm stopping. If you are using profanity and God's name in vain, will you please go home 
get on your knees if you can and ask God to forgive you. Can I get a witness? You want to? None of us are free of sin. I just use one. Let me start over with the list so I don't miss something. War, hate, anger, arguing, abuse, prejudice, selfishness, pride, cockiness, haughtiness, arrogance, cursing, indulgence. Yes, I hesitated. What are you indulging? You just can't stop. Oh, yes, you can. I'll tell you why you can stop. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Don't tell the Lord you can't stop because you make him a liar. Now, I know it's hard to do, but it can be done. You might need help. You might need prayer. You might need people to surround you with his love, but you and I can't stop. Can I get a witness? Hunger, homelessness, poverty. I met a man yesterday, and I'm sorry I couldn't help him because I didn't have the access to what he was saying. Homelessness, poverty, disease, jealousy. Are you jealous of somebody? They got more than you, so you're jealous. Immorality. I'm going to say this, and you judge me for what I'm saying. Many of these things can be found in us Christians. Can I tell the truth? Isn't that true? Anger, arguing, abuse, prejudice, selfishness, pride. And the last one, immorality. Why did you mention those? I'm going to tell you, Christian, I'm not saying you're not saved. Don't you dare go out of here and say that pastor said you have any of these things you're trying to say. But I'm going to say one thing. Each one of us is going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And you and I, that's right, you and I are going to give an account of what we did after we got saved. Can I get a witness? I don't want to put you down. I'm just saying, I'm naming myself first. You and I are going to stand before the judgment seat the beamer seat of Christ. 36. The list goes on and on. How can these problems ever be so unless we step down from where we are to where needy people are? Can I get a witness? Did you ever have somebody in need? Did you? Or is it all about you and me? Unless we step down and humble ourselves, step down to where hurting people, or these problems will never be solved. Realistically, most people are not going to do this. Uh, I don't care what that pastor says, I'm not going to do it. 
if God gives you the opportunity to do it, you better try to do it. Can I get a witness? I'm going to say that again. Most people are not going to do this. Most people are not going to take all they have and get down to where the needs are really at. But the Christian is to do this. And I'm going to say this to, so you don't think I'm going to, out of my mind. But Christians are to do this. Christian, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. When you're out on those streets, you better be wise. Can I get a witness? And how do you discern that? By the Holy Spirit. He'll tell you when to do something and not when to do it. Jesus Christ focused his mind upon humbling himself. And I, I might not get to that verse because I'm looking at that clock. Jesus Christ focused himself. I know it says focused his mind upon humbling himself. That was part of emptying himself. He emptied himself. It doesn't mean, I'm going to get this straight for you have been told. When he, Jesus emptied himself, he emptied out his deity. What do you mean by deity? He was fully God and fully man. And yet, he emptied out all of his resources. He emptied out all he had for coming down and helping us. I'm going to say it, poor, lost that's right, lost. We were dead in trespasses and sins, and he saved us. And this is not in my notes. If he wouldn't have saved me, I'd still be lost on my way to hell. Well, there is no such thing as hell. One step out of this life and you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say another thing a false prophet says. When you're dead, you're dead. You're unconscious. Well, let me put it this way. When a Christian dies, here's what it says. To be absent from the body. This is me. I can't say it. Let me start over to be absent from this body, this physical body, is to be present with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What a Savior. I better say it again because the Greek indicates that. For to be absent from the body is to be present. Present face to face with Jesus Christ. And may I add this, my Savior, who saved me from myself. 
And that not only goes for one Christian, it goes for all Christians. Continue with he humbled himself. 37. That is his humble mind. Here the apostle presses the duty of humility. From Christ's example, he was a perfect pattern of humility when here on earth. Example, therefore, should be recommended with grace and virtue to us, which so, let me say it right, which was so orient in Christ's life, whose humility was a conspicuous, I could already say the word, as innocent. And according to the apostle, descends like the verse, to give popular, popular, I know it's a particular, particular. it's his humility. This is going to probably be my last few verses. But the Christian is to do this. What are you talking about? From here comes the strength. From where comes the strength? I don't think some of you ever saw this verse. Have you ever been to a church where someone told you about Jesus? Where he ever had some verses in mind? Where he said something like this. This is Jesus talking. Come to me. All. Not some. Well, I'm too bad a sinner. No, you're not too bad a sinner. He'll redeem you. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Have you ever learned from Jesus? For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I'm gonna I don't know who I'm talking to. I have no idea. But this must be to somebody because the Holy Spirit keeps putting me to say things over and over again. Come, thank you. Come to me. Come to Jesus. Before you go to another person, make it your priority. To come to Jesus. Can I get a witness? Let me read it over again. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. That's Jesus talking. But look at this. God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. That's Jehovah God. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I know the name Jehovah God is not, probably not the right pronunciation. It's probably Yahweh. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. 
Those are just two examples among many for strength, rest, and so on. Among many, 39. Yes, I'm repeating it over again, so I'm going to go to the bottom. Please fill in the blank. You who know the Bible, this is one of the simplest verses to remember. I and my Father, the Son of God, has a Father. I and my Father are, come on, fill it in, are one. I'm going to make this as simple as possible because it's tended to the last verse. Jesus said, the Son of God, I and my Father are one. What's he talking about? He's talking about more than one in unity. He is saying, I and my Father have the same identical nature. You can be one. But Jesus said, I and my Father are one. And you know, if you know anything about the Word of God, do you know the Pharisees and the Sadducees or whoever the group was wanted to stone him for that? What was he claiming? He, let me put it this way. Don't change to the next one. I and my Father are one. They are one in unity. They are one in this essence. Let me put it this way, another way. Let me shift gears. In the beginning, here Brother Bruce goes again, was the Word. And the Word, the Lagos, was with God, they had a face-to-face -face relationship. Prostantheon. Pros means face. Pastor just said it. Pros means face-to-face. -face. Before the world began, the Father and the Son had a face-to-face -face relationship. And the Son took it upon himself to become man and die and rose again for you and me. Can I get a witness? And let me end this. This same man and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let me say only. Can you say only? Don't you let 
anybody. Yes, he was a prophet. Yes, he was a teacher. Yes, he was the greatest man that ever lived better than the angels, better than the prophets, Hebrews, better than. What did he do, Brother Bruce? Let me hesitate. He purged your sins and mine. Matter of fact, he washed them away. Got to get a witness. And for the last thing, referring to form of God, he, I can't, I can't go back to the book, it'd be too long. He who was in the form of God, who existed in the form of God from all eternity, came in the form of a son. If you can't tell me that it isn't, the extreme logos, I, I said it wrong, extreme logos, I don't know what to tell you. I'll end in this saying, he who knew no sin became sin for me. That's right, for, for me. And he became sin for you. Amen. That we might be the righteousness of God. When you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, He clothes you. That's right. Clothes you with a robe of righteousness. And you become acceptable to God. Can I get a witness? Let's give Him a hand. I'm done. <laughs>